Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu. Wa nu'minu bihi wa natabakkalu alayhi. Wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina. Wa min sayyati amalina. Man yadiyallahu falamudillalah. Wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah. Wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. Amma ba'd. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما First, I'd like to thank Allah Azza wa Jal for giving us another chance to live through the month of Ramadan. And uh, we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to accept our siyam, our qiyam, our ruku, our sujood, and all sorts of ibadat that we perform in this blessed month of Ramadan. Allahumma taqabbal minna suyamana fi Ramadan. وَقِيَامَنَا وَرُكُوعَنَا وَسُجُودَنَا بِرَحْمَتِكَ يَا رَحْمَةَ الرَّحِمِينَ And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to forgive all our sins, past sins that we may have committed before the month of Ramadan and even now and whenever. We ask Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala to have our forgiveness. اللَّهُمَّ إِنَّا كَعْفُونَ تُحِبُّ الْأَفْوَ فَعْفُ عَنَّا And uh, I'll start off with a little bit, just a reminder about the month of Ramadan and we'll continue on. I don't want to have this kind of a trend of talk for four months prior to month of Ramadan about Ramadan, and then talk about Ramadan in Ramadan, and for another four months about Ramadan after month of Ramadan. Ramadan is one of the months of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us to gain the righteousness, gain the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, kutiba alaykum usuyam, kama kutiba ala ladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed the fasting in the month of Ramadan as He prescribed the previous nations prior to us. So we may gain the taqwa, the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we know, the taqwa is to avoid all sorts of prohibitions of Allah azza wa jal. And that cannot be done if we don't perform what Allah has commanded as well. So right, this, this is what the taqwa is as many of the hadith that refers to this. And I'll start off with something about the month of Ramadan that I talked about the first week when I was here in the month of Ramadan. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. They had three parts. We talked about the month of Ramadan. And I'll talk about the second part of it today, inshallah. But just for a refresher, the hadith that I'm referring to is reported by many reports, many riwayat. that talks about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was climbing the member, and he said three times, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. 
And Sahaba asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, why did you say Ameen? Three times. Because in general, you say it when there is a dua has been made and you are saying Ameen in response to the dua. And the first part of that, of that Ameen, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, that when I was climbing the member, he said, Qala inni Jibreela atati, atani. The Jibreel came to me. فَقَالَ مَنْ أَدْرَكَ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانِ فَلَمْ يُغْفِرْ لَهُ فَدَخَلَ النَّارَ فَعْبَدَهُ اللَّهُ قُلَامِينَ Rasulullah subhanallah said, Whosoever finds the month of Ramadan and has not his sins forgiven in that month of Ramadan, then he will so enter into hellfire. And Allah will push him away from himself. And Jibreel says, say Ameen. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Ameen. And second part was, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, then Jibreel said, and the meaning of the hadith is, they said, the one who found both the parents, or one parent, and he did not honor them, did not take care of them, did not respect them, so he went into hellfire. And Allah will push him away. And he said to Muhammad Jibreel said, say Ameen, he said Ameen. And the third person is the one in front of whom Muhammad name has been said, and he did not send the prayers and blessings to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He will enter into hellfire. And Allah will push him away. And Jibreel says, say, say Ameen. So subhanallah, and I mentioned that and before also, and I'm going to repeat that again. How blessed this hadith is, and who is the one who's making the dua? The leaders of the malaika, Jibreel. The one who is saying Ameen is the leaders of the Anbiya, the best of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So you can imagine the dua that was made, how acceptable that dua is in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So why am I talking about, so we talked about Ramadan already, and we hope Allah azza wa jal has forgiven all our sins. Now Allah has given us more chances to avoid the hellfire, to enter into Jannah, which is the second part of the khutbah, which is our parents. Are we doing, are we honoring our parents? Are we giving the rights due to the parents or not? This is the important, very important aspect of it. Because this is another aspect, another action, set of actions that can make us enter into the Jannah or make us enter into the hellfire. Allah has given us set of parents who can be a mean for Jannah for us. Very simple formula. And the reason I am bringing this up especially about the parents today. Many of you probably are graduating, or graduated already now. Or will be graduating soon, inshallah. This is the end of the semester. And many of us think this way, the life is supposed to be that way, that finish the high school, try to get away from parents, find a school which is far, far away from the parents, go live in the dorms, or finish the degree somehow, and get the job, and then you can move out of the house. You stay away from the parents, Every day is nagging that as the system has programmed our minds and brains with. If the parents are giving us advice, it's nagging. About whom Allah subhanahu I'll talk about many of the ayat because of lack of time. We'll see how much we can cover inshallah. But this is why I want to talk about the respect and the rights of the parents that are due on each and every one of us. And many of us who are going to school, they are, parents are probably getting to the age, they are getting older and older. And many of us age like me also. We may have our parents still alive, and they need the very similar things. At the end of the day, we are all accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we talk about that, 
we know the parents are accountable as well to raise the children the way Allah Azza wa has commanded them to. There's accountability on every front. Yes, the parents are accountable, so are the children. So we have talked about the parents in the past. I'm not going to go again about that issue. We'll talk about the children part today, inshallah. And we all are either children or parents. And many of you, if you're not parents, you will be soon to be parents, inshallah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you righteous children and you will raise them and under the shade of Islam. So now, talking about this issue that society has developed our minds and programmed our minds this way that we want to graduate, find a job and get away from the parents. And sometimes, not only get away, get away to the point, there is a guilty feeling in our heads. Okay, so find a old house for the parents, unfortunately. And don't be surprised, brothers and sisters. The sickness is also creeping into the Muslim households as well now. And some Muslims, they think that they are doing righteous deeds by building the old houses. Instead of going to the core of the problem and fixing that, we are looking for patchworks now. So we are accountable in front of Allah Azza wa Jal for our parents as well. Don't think of the parents are the only one who are responsible to raise the children. When we grow old and our parents grow older, they're not necessarily always in need of financial help, just to be very clear. They may be well off than the children even in some cases. It's the issue of there's a care needed from the size of the children towards the parents. And I'm raising this to you guys because this is the right time to have this mentality developed and throw the garbage that the current systems of life have developed in our minds. This capitalism, socialism, communism, all those isms, man-made systems that have developed the mind this way to not to worship Allah, to get the freedom from the hukum of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because whenever they talk about freedom, they're not talking about any freedom, but to free themselves from Allah azza wa jal. It's up to us. Do we want to be the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the slave of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because if we abandon the slavery of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even though we can't, because no matter what we do, we are the slaves of Allah, but by our actions, if we abandon that, what we are doing is we are adopting the slavery of the creation of Allah, whether it's above the people, the majority of the people, single man or a king or this, or even our own desires, all of them are the creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's all up to us. Whose slave we want to be. So when we are talking about these old houses and all those things are made, this is the trying to do a patchwork to take that guilty feeling away from our minds and hearts. Oh, I have done something for our parents. No, my brothers and sisters, let's go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. There are many ayahs where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we have commanded the people to honor their parents. And I'll talk about what does it mean by honor as well. Honor is not just uh, simple words. Another place in Surah Ankabut, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah says, and we have enjoined on man, we have commanded the man to be good to parents, to the end, dutiful to his parents, and but if they strive you, if they push you to do the shirk towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to make partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the part where you do not obey your parents. Yes, this is the part we don't obey our parents. As one of the hadith talks about the Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas, when he became Muslim, his mother 
she said she's not going to eat. She was pushing him to become Muslim. And he went to his mother and he said to her, Oh mother, if you have even hundred souls, and you give every soul for, for that, then I will give up this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I would not do that. But he understood that he has to take care of his mother. Even if she was a mushrika, even if the mother is a kafir, you, kafira, you still have to respect her, take care of her, honor her. But of course, when it comes to the ma'asiyah, to, to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no obedience of any other creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether they are parents. So when it comes to making the shirk, in that case, it is not allowed. Now, Sheikh Saadi, he says about what does it mean by being beautiful and kind to the parents? It means treat them kindly in all ways, in words and in deeds. It's not only just saying the word, and when it comes to deed, you are whether cursing them out or you're hitting them or whatever. This, these things are not. And when I say these things, sometimes you think of it, this is just made up thing that people are beating up their parents. Go to the old houses, go to many of the hospitals, and you the brothers or sisters who have relatives or doctors, the Desi community here, many of them may have it, or I know that, but ask them what happens, what kind of a old age people sometimes they come to the hospitals. And that's the reality of any system uh, uh, in the main man-made system. It's not only the old man, whoever is weak comes to the hospital in these kind of circumstances that they've been beaten up. Whether they're small children to the age of even days old, months old, a few years old, or women, whoever people find weak, the system makes them say, that's okay to beat them up, beat the heck out of them, break their bones, throw them against the walls, or whatever you want to do. These are the kind of cases you see. And you see very similar things, unfortunately, against the parents being done as well. Now, so what are we supposed to be doing to be dutiful? One of the things we should be doing is, of course, obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, obedience to the parents, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has connected the obedience of parents very next to the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the Lord has, Rabb has decreed for you to worship none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and right after that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, be beautiful to your parents. Of course, we have already talked about that obedience is not in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're talking about the right things the obedience is allowed. Make dua for your parents. Whether they're alive or they have passed away. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, dua he has taught us, sagira, that oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on both of them. As they were they, they were merciful to me when I was small, when they were raising me up. This is a dua we should always remember for our parents. And Allah has given us examples in the Quran and in the examples of the Sahaba as well, how the parents should be treated. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about uh, in Surah Maryam, about Yahya, Yahya, khud al-kitab bi-quwa, sabiya, that, oh Yahya, hold fast to the scripture, the Torah, and we gave him the wisdom while he was child. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, min ladunna wa zakaa wa kana taqiyya, wa barran bi-walidayhi, wa lam yakun jabbaran wa'siyya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and dutiful towards his parents, and he was neither arrogant nor disobedient, both of them to Allah and his parents. Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about Isa alayhi salatu wasalam and he says, قَالَ إِنِّي عَبْدُ اللَّهِ أَتَانِي الْكِتَابِ وَجَعَلْنِي نَبِيًّا He, Isa alayhi said, Verily, I am a slave of Allah. He has given me the scripture and made me the prophet. 
And then it continues on and he mentions and again the similar way as Yahya said, وَبَرًّا بِوَالِدَتِي وَلَمْ يَجْعَلْنِي جَبَّارًا شَقِيًّا Subhanallah, and dutiful to my mother, he's talking about himself. When he's saying, because he's following the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he was dutiful, he's fulfilling all the needs and the rights of the mother. And it's mentioned mother only because we know, when you talk about Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, he was born without the father. Now, a couple of examples, inshallah, from the examples of two of the Sahaba, and we'll stop there, inshallah, so we have an idea of what we want to be doing now. One other example is Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu an, a famous Sahabi, the son of Umar bin Khattar radiallahu an. Once he was traveling with Abdullah bin Dinar. While he was traveling, he had a camel and a donkey. When he would get tired of sitting on a donkey, or get a camel, he would move to the donkey. And while he was on the donkey, he met a Bedouin. He met a Bedouin, he asked him who he was, whose son he, uh, uh, father, who was his father, and on and on. When he mentioned that, Abdullah bin Omar, he got off the donkey, gave his donkey, he took off his imama, he gave it to him, and subhanAllah, in general, you know that, taking off your imama and give it to the, somebody, is out of respect. A big respect in our communities, we know that, in our culture. And then, Abdullah bin Dinar uh, said, why did you give this, all these things to him? He is a Badu. He's a Bedouin. You don't have to give all this, these things to him. And Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu anh said, he was the friend of my father. Subhanallah. He was the friend of my father. That was, he did not even know who he was after he found out asking him who he was. Because he knew he was the father. That he was a friend of his father. He said, because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, the hadith says that Rasulullah says the best act of kindness is for the son to uphold ties of friendship with those who were his father's friends. Subhanallah. The society today teaches us what? Oh, these are old people. I'm not supposed to be close to them. You want me to go talk to those old people? Why? What am I going to relate with them? So all those things, when we, when we disconnect ourselves, the father passed away already, now you disconnect your family or the friends also, so you have thrown away all the experience of those 50, 60, 70 year old, 80 year old people down the drain, and you want to experience everything from the scratch, and want to make all the mistakes again that they may have made, and not only that, when they separate ourselves, like I was saying in the beginning, people like to have fresh start, everything going to have the experience of their own, go away from the parents the moment we graduate to find a job, then go find a house and go under debts. People buy houses on the loans which are on the river. So you are waging war, Allah and Allah's messenger wage the war against the people who, who deals with the river or go fill up the credit cards. Credit card itself is a haram thing. And anybody who would like to talk about this subject, I will be also after the khutbah here. Like to talk about it because this is the time. If you are in the sickness, leave it. Because you will not be able to leave if you continue to get drowned into this sickness. Buying a new car so we can have a nice car. Again, go back to the bank. So instead of around the parents, fulfilling the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, making your jannah, we start making our jahannam and deeper and deeper. Why does this happen? This is a key thing to remember. 
Because the society around us taught us this to be individuals, live your own life, you only live once. Yes, we are Muslims, but we are impacted by the very same kufr society. We are impacted by the man-made laws. We have to throw this idea out of our mind and think of it, what pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this was the hadith of Rasulullah that I started off with. If a person finds his parents both or one and does not honor them, does not take care of them, he will enter into the fire. And Allah will push him away. And Jibreel said to Muhammad sallallahu say ameen that this will happen. And Rasulullah said ameen. That's the reality of not taking care of the parents. The other hadith that I will talk about, a small story of, uh, of uh, Abu Hurairah and inshallah we'll stop. Abu Hurairah was appointed as, as, the, as the wali of the Medina in the, by, by Marwan. And he used to live about 10 kilometers away and his mother was living in another house. Okay? Lived in another house. So whenever he wanted to go out, he would stand at her door and say, that Assalamu alaikum, ya, ya, ya Ummi, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And then she would reply, the wa alaikum assalam. And then he will say to her, that may Allah have mercy on you as you took care of me when I grew old. And then when he wanted to come a house, he will say the very same thing again. And subhanallah, what a way to respect and honor the parents. We have to think about ourselves. How many of us really do that? Including myself. I start from myself. The first, was, the first advice starts from ourselves, right? Then for the others. We have to think about, think deep. Are we really preparing our Jannah? Or we are preparing the Jahannam? How many of us slam the doors on the faces of the parents? So think about it. I know. How many of us raise their voices in front of our parents? While Allah Subhanahu said, don't even say off to the parents. And off is the lowest level of feeling some, some, some disgust, disgust or something. When you are disliking something. This is the lowest level. How many of us will be screaming and yelling at the parents? And my brothers and sisters, this is not from Islam. Anybody who tries to say, oh, this is a norm out there, everybody does it, just because everybody does it does not make it right. Our norm is whatever Allah has commanded, that's the norm for us. Anything that disagrees with what Allah has commanded, it is abnormal. It is abnormal. It should be thrown into garbage. That's the way we have to think about it. Your semester is over now. Let's have a start, fresh start. Ramadan is just finished. We hope that Allah has forgiven all our sins. Let's have a fresh start. Let's go back to our parents and give them due respect that what they deserve because Allah has commanded us to return this respect to our parents. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.